हेलो एवरीबॉडी एंड वेलकम बैक टू द फ्लाइट एंड दूसरा एपिसोड सेवन इंडिया वर्सेज साउथ अफ्रीका टी ट्वेंटी सीरीज रिव्यू सो आई एम बैक विथ माई ब्रदर नाउ आई वॉज इन कैनेडा फॉर द पास्ट फ्यू मंथ्स एंड नाउ आई एम बैक सो वी आर रिकॉर्डिंग दिस टूगेदर फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम इन द पास्ट थ्री और फोर मंथ्स so yeah. hopefully you will enjoy the podcast more yeah hopefully the quality is better because it's no longer from two different countries yeah so let us straight away talk about the series that is coming up beginning on the 9th of june and ending at on the 19th of june it's a very tight schedule they've just squeezed the series in between already busy season for india so let me just tell you where are all the matches going to be played there are five games first one is in delhi on the 9th of june then the next one is after two day gap on the 12th of june in katak then just a one day gap and we move to visakhapatnam on the 14th for the third match then on the 17th we have the fourth which is going to be played at rajkot and then the last game which is hopefully a series decider is going to be played at the chinnaswamy stadium on the 19th of june so this is the itinerary now let us talk about the squads yes before that this is a very important series for india especially the first match because prior to this india has won 12 consecutive t20 matches which started from the icc world cup last year where india lost the first two matches and won the next three after which they came to india and they played new zealand west indies and sri lanka and they beat all three of them in uh, a whitewash 3-0 in the t20 series so now uh, india is on a 12 match winning streak and it's uh, currently equaled the world record and if they want to make a new world record it's going to be 13 uh, consecutive wins Yeah, I think the current record is with Afghanistan and Romania. I think it's a, a level on twelve, or maybe they're thirteen. Not so sure, but it's with Afghanistan and Romania. So India have a good chance. Yeah, so India has equaled the world record right now. If they win th- the next one, they make a new world record. Yeah. So that's an important game for them, which is going to be played at Delhi. Yeah. And the other interesting fact is. KL Rahul who is going to lead India and hopefully lead them to the victory but he is going to play his first T20 against South Africa his entire career he has never played a T20 match <laughs> against South Africa and here he is directly captaining India so uh, with this there's another interesting fact that came to my mind right now if KL Rahul wins the first match as the India captain India will be making world record with the help of three different captains because yeah. the first two matches were under virat kohli the first three were under virat kohli then the next nine were under rohit sharma and now this one will be under kl rahul if india wins yeah so if they win nobody will say anything if they lose yeah. all the blame might just go to kl rahul and there are many uh, people who are saying that india will lose because india is not playing their best team Yeah, and with that, let's move to the squads. Oh, so I will not read out the entire squad because I think you guys know it. But we'll be talking about a few key points 
from the Indian squad first and then the South African squad. So the talking points regarding the Indian squad is number one is the return of Hardik Pandya and Dinesh Karthik, two legendary finishers, one whose career was already said to be finished after the 2019 World Cup, that is Dinesh Karthik, and he's stunningly revived his career on the back of a stunning IPL stint with the Royal Challengers Bangalore. And the second person is Hardik Pandya. Yes, Hardik Pandya is currently the defending champion of the Indian Premier League and that's unbelievable to say because he's led Gujarat Titans to victory. Nobody expected that. Yeah. But he's played for India last in the World Cup. So he was part of the first three wins mm-hmm. in this 12-run streak. But since then, he's taken break. He had a few injuries. But now he's back. He's also bowling well. So uh, hopefully he can contribute to at least the first win in this yeah. series. And uh, I think these two are the most uh, demanding spots in the Indian team. A finisher who can also chip in with a couple of overs. That is Hardik Pandya. And a wicket-keeping finisher who's consistently finishing games. Just like MS Dhoni used to do. Yeah. So these two are exactly the spots that India needed to fill. And hopefully the answers are right in front of them. Exactly. So let us just see what has led to the comeback into the Indian team for these two. Yeah, so let's first start with Dinesh Karthik. He's had 330 runs in the IPL, which is okay for a batsman. But it's extremely good for a finisher. And he's had multiple match-winning performances. Noticeably, there was a 30 of 8 innings against Sunrisers Hyderabad, where uh, Faf Duplessis on the other side was struggling. Virat Kohli was... He got out (laughs) on the first ball. And even Maxwell wasn't playing well. And Dinesh Karthik comes and hits 30 of 8. And that proved to be a match-changing innings. Yeah. Secondly, he also... uh, I think it was the start of the tournament. He helped RCB win a few games which looked to go away from them. I think one against Rajasthan Royals was a good innings. Him uh, and uh, Shahbaz Ahmed. Yeah. They played well. And then towards the end as well, uh, he chipped in with a few important runs. Plus, he was reliable with the gloves. He did yeah. make a few mistakes, but every mm-hmm. keeper does that. Dinesh Karthik is also good because of his experience. He's been playing from you know from the time before MS Dhoni. So, he's got a lot of experience mm-hmm. and I think that experience will come valuable when India is in a pressure situation. Yeah. And the other thing is that he's uh, freshly coming off a good season. And talking about his strike rate, which is important for any finisher, he had a strike rate of above 190. Which, and scoring 330 runs at that strike rate is really good. And I think in the first four or five games, he didn't even get out yeah, for RCB. Yeah, that was a record. So that was about Dinesh Karthik. So let us move on to the second name, Hardik Pandya, who scored 487 runs this season. The fourth highest run scorer of the tournament. And Gujarat's top runs scored as well. Yeah. And he also uh, shifted up in the batting order at number 4 and also number 3 at times. So that means that India have now also got a backup option for number 4 or number 3 if they ever need because they are already I think infinite number of players for that spot and one more is just added but for India hopefully he'll finish games 
and come at number five or number six. And moreover, he also picked up eight wickets. Not a lot of wickets, but yeah. still in the final he had a match-winning performance. And also he was, I think, a bit reliable with his bowling. Never really leaked runs. Yeah, and this meant that he was the first captain after Shane Warne to win the IPL in his first ever season as a captain. Yeah. And even Rohit Sharma, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other noticeable thing, of course, as you mentioned, he has won the trophy. So, he's <laughs> r- running really high on confidence. And the other thing to note over here is that his biggest <laughs> competitor actually was Venkatesh Iyer. <laughs> that Venkatesh Iyer had, I think, one of the most... Terrible second season. And we talk a lot about the second season syndrome. Yeah. And this has happened to Venkatesh Iyer. A biggest proof that you can't be... Mother, uh, like You can't straight away come into the Indian team on the back of just half a season. A good half season. And then maintain it. It's really tough. He's also not playing in the Ranji Trophy, I think, right oh, now. Yeah, he's in the squad. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but one thing is for sure, uh, Hardik Pandya, uh, I don't think uh, he can replicate his IPL performance so easily because that was one of a kind situation for him where he was the captain and the support staff and everybody else were supporting him, they were backing him and he was the main point of focus in that Gujarat Titans team. But when you mm-hmm. come to India, there is KL Rahul, there is Rishabh Pant, there's going to be Rohit Sharma, there's going to be Virat Kohli. So, a lot of focus will be on those guys and Hardik Pandya won't get a lot of responsibility that he's been getting in IPL. So, even if he can provide 50 to 60% of what he did for Gujarat, I think India will still, uh, you know, massively benefit from that. Yeah, and also uh, by the looks of it, he is very motivated to help India to win a trophy You uh, in the, I think, press conference one of the press conferences he mentioned that he would just uh, his only aim now a long term or short term goal but it is to win india a trophy be it the t20 world cup or the odi world cup so he's i think his only aim now is to from any situation win india matches so which looks like a big positive for india if hardik pandya is speaking like that he might as well maintain his fitness and help india win matches as he'll play most of the matches. And who knows, he could also captain India in the next T20 World Cup, which is going to be in 2024. Yeah. When I'm sure Rohit Sharma will not captain India in 2024. <laughs> so, Hardik could potentially be the next captain. Yeah, so a lot of positives. One who's reverse aging, Dinesh Karthik, and the other who at a very young age seemed to have lost his spot, but he's gone back. <laughs> and come back in some style. Yeah, so before moving to the next point, one thing I would like to say is that Dinesh Karthik, I think he's in plan only until the t- only un- until the T20 World Cup this season. This year, sorry. Because he's 39 years old and I don't think he'll maintain this form for the next, uh, not even till the World Cup, which is next year, which is yeah. 50 overs World Cup. So he's purely picked for this T20 World Cup, get his experience, He's played in Australia before and he's riding on a good form. So if he can, uh, you know, help India win this World Cup, I think that would be a good farewell for him as well. Yeah. 
and i think this series will be a big reality check for him yeah. <laughs> and also uh, a lot of away tours that are coming ireland mm-hmm. t20s west indies england all these and asia cup i think yeah. he should not be exposed but at the same time he needs some game time yeah so, i don't i don't think it would be good if uh, india drop him after <laughs> a poor south africa series i don't think it will be that bad for him first of all he needs to get an opportunity yeah. ahead of somebody like a pant and ishan kishan so first of all he should get chances and even if he doesn't do that well he should not be dropped because i think india should play him in the world cup and just you know send him off from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was the first key point that is the comebacks of two players and now let us talk about come first that is the debuts of two bowlers and i think these uh, two players arshadeep singh and umran malik i think they picked purely from their ipl performances again yeah so arshadeep singh and umran malik so first let us talk about arshadeep singh who picked up if you look at the numbers he just picked 10 wickets in 14 games but then if you look at the scorecard you'll feel he just picked 10 wickets but then if you watched him bowling he was brilliant especially in the death overs i think he, he just outperformed someone like jaspreet bumrah and harshal patel which means you're really good and i think his economy was just 7.5 in the death overs yeah. which is unbelievable and even the greatest of finishers failed to hit in, in front of him so i think that's the only reason he's been picked and I, I, i don't think he'll get a lot of chances but just to get into the team environment i think it's a good move yeah and he's also left-hander so there's some you know variation because all the good good seamers in india are currently right-handers being jaspreet bumrah mohammad shami bhuvneshwar kumar we thought that navdeep saini was there <laughs> the himself then deepak chahar shardul thakur harshal patel harshal patel all are right-handers so arshdeep brings that variety yeah now coming to the second pacer who's been picked solely on his ipl performance <laughs> such a pacer yeah <laughs> and that's umran malik who almost had the fastest delivery of the ipl in his pocket <laughs> before lucky ferguson came and he went ahead by just 0.2 km kilometers per hour so celebrating too early yeah but he's picked 22 wickets in 14 games so that's a fantastic achievement in itself but the kind of wickets is taken he's gone and uh, destroyed the stumps of shreyas ayer on a yorker and yeah. shreyasher is a great batsman but he too got scared <laughs> then he's picked up he hasn't picked up wickets of hardik pandya but he's rattled him yeah. on the first ball and uh, you know that clearly upset hardik pandya and he got out quickly so uh, he's uh, i think he's really upset at the best batsman yeah. and he's shown his class already i think so uh, he's going to be very helpful if he grooms in time in australia because the pitches are fast and he's also very fast exactly and i think the only real disadvantage i can see with him is you can use his pace easily so yeah. if he's a little monotonous is going to be very easy to pick yeah and that's actually the problem with extremely fast bowlers you see lockie ferguson you used to see shawn tate shoaib akhtar they all used to go for big runs but they would also take wickets purely on their pace so yeah. 
if there's an inexperienced batter or if, it, if it's a tail ender at the other end, <laughs> then you're guaranteed to get wickets. But if there's a good batsman, then you may go for runs, but you may also pick wickets purely on your pace. Yeah. So I think India can use him as a gun wicket taker in the middle overs mm-hmm. and not leave any overs of his for the death over. Yeah. <laughs> because he can just end the game for India. So that was all about the two debuts. And those were actually the key talking points from the Indian squad. Because if you look at the rest of the squad, there are not a lot of surprising names or anything. One thing I would like to say is something that is well known. There are the key players rested. There is Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Bumrah, Shami and Jadeja. And uh, one thing that I have to talk is... That R. Ashwin has been suddenly <laughs> removed from the side. I think he was regularly playing for India before the IPL. Yeah. And he was decent enough in the IPL. Hmm. Only to get removed. Yeah. So before moving to the South African squad, one thing to be noted is that players like Deepak Huda, Ishan Kishan, Ruturaj Gaikwad to an extent, Kuldeep Yadav, all these guys have been given chances based on their IPL performances. Deepak Huda scored more than 450 runs. Ishan Kishan scored 400 runs. Ruturaj was the highest run scorer for CSK. And Kuldeep also picked a lot of wickets. I think 18 wickets. About 20. Uh, About 20, okay. So, because of this, India has shown faith in these guys. And because of Hardik Pandya bowling now, you can play Kuldeep and Chahal in the side. So, you can see the revival of the famous Kulcha combination. And hopefully they can... Uh, you know, rework the same magic that they used to do in the past. Yeah, I think Chehel, uh, who got the purple cap, he's in good form itself. Kuldeep Yadav, he lost a bit of form towards the end. But I think if he bowls with Chehel, it will automatically come back. So Hardik Pandya's comeback is important in that way also. Yeah. So now let's move to the South African team. And they are playing a full-strength squad. Let me just read out the few main players that they have. Temba Babuma is the captain. And you have the likes of Quinton Decock, Heinrich Klasse, Aidan Markram, David Miller. You have Kagiso Rabada, Heinrich Norkia, Tabresh Shamsi, Rassi van der Dusen, Dwayne Pretorius, Marco Janssen. So this is a full-strength South African side. And that's what the captain said. He said that it doesn't matter that India is not playing Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma, Bumrah. We are still here to defeat India. And if that happens, it's going to be a problem for India because they are not going to play a lot of T20s now. So, mm-hmm. I think there are just 10, 10 more matches before the World Cup because yeah. they play here and they play in England, maybe yeah. in Ireland. Three in England, uh, two I think in Ireland and yeah. three in West Indies and hope probably the Asia Cup yeah, maybe. T20. So, there's not a lot of matches left. So... Uh, I think this should be the last series where India plays their B team. From yeah. The next series onwards, they should play the, the proper combination. And I think in Ireland, uh, also this team will play. So, again, the same problem that haunted <laughs> them last time. Yeah. Just six T20s and the Asia Cup. And most probably in Asia Cup also, they're going to take the rest option. So, <laughs> only six T20s are left for the main players. Just to like assemble... And play as a unit. They've got six T20s. And if they decide to play the Asia Cup, maybe uh, another five. So, not a lot of time left. So, I think, as you said, this should be the 
this and ireland should be the only place where your b team plays so let's talk about the south african squad now look at their bowling attack they have <laughs> norkia who is now a bit in rhythm yeah i don't think he was in rhythm in the ipl uh, because he was coming back off an injury but towards the end he started bowling the typical norkia balls <laughs> then you have rabada who's i think the highest wicket taker for punjab yeah so once again he's the highest wicket taker for his side <laughs> then you have the former world number 1 tabrez shamsi you have keshav maharaj who's also a good spinner and you have the extremely tall marco jansen who's troubled indian batters yeah. so this is looking a very good bowling attack plus you have got a bit of batting with rabada maharaj and jansen and also uh, a key man Dwayne Pretorius, I think he didn't grab a lot of eyeballs, mm. but what I saw of him in the IPL, he was bowling really well in the death overs for CSK. Yeah. So even he's in the squad, so it's a very great and dangerous looking bowling attack, and especially they've got left arm pacers, Marco Jansen and also Wayne Parnell, <laughs> very old name. Yeah. He's come back, <laughs> so it's a well balanced squad. Also, Lungi Ingridi is there. Yeah, but if you look at the batting, I think the South African batting has come, to, uh, you know, come back to the top in the past few years because since A B De Villiers, uh, Hashim Amla, Fab Du Plessis, all these guys left, the South African batting was struggling because they always had good quality pacers, but they were not scoring enough runs for the pacers. But now, if you look at this batting, you have Dickock, Miller, Markram, Rasi Van der Dusen. Bavuma can chip in with a few runs, and you also have Classe, Riza Hendricks, who's been in good form in the local tournament. Plus, you have a a newcomer called Tristan Stubbs, who was with Mumbai Indians. Yeah. So, I think uh, especially on the Delhi Bangalore pitches, these guys can score a lot of runs. And also another future prospect that is surely going to play for them. Devald Brevis, <laughs> he's been kept. I don't know for what reason, but uh, Bavuma mentioned that he wants Brevis to play in the domestic matches first in South Africa, and we don't want to rush him into the team. I think it's a good call, but I think they can kind of take him into the team for the World Cup hmm, because he's going to help them. Yeah, and I don't think they are going to play a lot of T Twenty games after this. Yeah, so. Uh, this is this was the right opportunity to bring him in, and since he's played in India before in the IPL, he has got a bit of experience. Plus, he was in India, so it's not that he has to travel <laughs> all the way. So uh, I think they are trying to bring him after the World Cup, after this T Twenty World yeah. Cup, and looking to groom him for the next World Cup because they already have a good batting order. So uh, you know, maybe it's their call. Yeah, and actually, uh, if you look at it. Tamba Bavuma himself hasn't played a T Twenty versus India, <laughs> and he hasn't played in India while Brevis has, and even Stubbs has. So, yeah, that is. So yeah. basically, both the captains are going to make debuts against the opposition. Yeah. T Twenties. <laughs> oh yeah. So, <laughs> so with that, I think that's um, the basic preview that we had to give, and hopefully, you got a bit of knowledge about. what you have to see and what why you have to support india <laughs> at least on the 9th of june as they are about to create a world record yeah so with let's start with the predictions now so 
फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल हु डू यू थिंक विल विन द सीरीज एंड बाय वॉट स्कोर आई थिंक इंडिया विल विन द सीरीज हैवेंट लॉस्ट अ सीरीज इन द होम आई थिंक सिंस ट्वेंटी नाइनटीन वेन ऑस्ट्रेलिया However weak their side looks it is not weak mm. when they play in India so i think india will win by what score i think it will be 3-2 or 4-1 and, and will they win the first match <laughs> yeah india will create the record and i think india will also win the second match to take a little <laughs> advantage <laughs> i think india will lose the series uh, by a margin of maybe 1-4 or 2-3 but they will also lose the first match because historically india has always played really bad in the first match plus this is a b team plus you have kl rahul rishabh pant who are leading the side no virat kohli no bumrah no rohit sharma so i don't think they'll you know even if they win one or two matches in the series it would be very nice because the pitches are going to be very nice to bat so south africa won't have that much of a problem so uh, i think india will lose this match this yeah. and and the series also so looking forward uh, after this series what's the future for south africa we talked about india but south africa they are going to tour england after this where they'll play three odis and three t20s and some test matches so they'll play t20s over there and after that they are going to play ireland in england yeah two t20s against ireland <laughs> so there is not a lot of games left for them before the world cup so i think they have to really rush yeah. if i think so it's just these five and the five remaining so they are playing just 10 more matches yeah. and that explains why they are bringing their full strength team over here because yeah. they are already planning for the world cup unlike india they don't have a lot of matches left so i think that just answers the question if brevis will play in the world cup or not at the moment i think the answer is no because if they had to play he would have been in the team right now so i don't think they're going to play him in the last three games and take him into the team so hmm. that's the end of devol brevis <laughs> at least for this year another thing to note and this is the last point india is going to play south africa england uh maybe west indies and then the asia cup where they have Pakistan Sri Lanka Afghanistan so these are the guys who are favorites in the world cup as well when you see the international cricket you have england who is at the top uh, you have west indies who are looking to make a comeback you have afghanistan who can be dangerous and you have pakistan who can be extremely dangerous and so, south africa yeah and south africa are coming up so except australia india is going to play the top teams who can fight for the world cup so that's one advantage that india has whereas south africa is going to just play india and england because i don't think ireland is going to challenge so yeah. and south africa is uh, going to play in conditions which are totally opposite to australia because india and england the bounce is very low so south africa will be on a bit of back foot and they need to make sure that they play this team in the world cup so that these guys are gelled up and they are ready Uh, to play as a unit because otherwise if they keep bringing on new players in every series from now it will be very tough for them yeah and just uh, to add on from what you said i think what the difference between india's scheduling this year 
before the World Cup and last year before the World Cup was last year India played uh, the last I think the last official T20s in Sri Lanka and after that they didn't play a single T20 before mm. the warm up matches so I think there's a huge difference here as they're going to play a lot of cricket and in Sri Lanka last year uh, not even a B I think the C team went there <laughs> Sandeep Warrior and all of them were playing yeah. so in, in stark contrast this time we have a lot of T20s and hopefully India don't repeat the mistake of not playing the main team I think in Asia Cup also Virat Kohli Rohit Sharma all of them have to play so I think our chances look bit better and historically we have been playing good T20 cricket in Australia yes so with that being said and everything done we have come to the end of another podcast and how can we finish it off without calling our uh, you know our foundational support Konya hello guys <laughs> I thought you could end the podcast without calling me and I'm here now so if you like the podcast please don't hesitate tell us <laughs> Go to Instagram, follow on the flight at Dusra. And if you don't know how to find it, we will tell you. On the Spotify app, you will see the link of our Instagram and even in the show notes of this podcast. So go there. We keep posting a lot of things you'll enjoy. A lot of stats, news, everything. Okay. And to those of them who saw us Instagram story, you'll get a special discount on what I don't know, but you'll get. <laughs> so <laughs> if you saw that, you're in advantage so i hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you want to listen to more podcasts wait bye yes thank you konya by discount he meant happiness you get extra happiness <laughs> also make sure to follow our youtube channel where we have we tried to post videos but we had exams so we could post only two yeah now i think we'll be back at a mm. youtube business as well yeah, we have a vacation coming up so <laughs> So with that <laughs> and everything done we would like to say bye bye goodbye enjoy <laughs>